With home mortgage rates still near historic lows, now is a great time to buy or refinance. Michael Humes is your one-stop mortgage lender. Michael Humes and his knowledgeable staff are well-versed in a wide variety of loan types, including FHA, Fannie Mae, USDA, HomePath, and HARP. For a free evaluation of your mortgage needs, call him, 530-624-7942. That's 530-624-7942. Seven nine four two. Be sure to listen to Michael's Mortgage Market Update every Wednesday at 2.30 on Your Home Today. This is Michael Humes, Mortgage Specialist at Network Mortgage, located at 155 East 3rd Avenue. Minimalist License 230273. BRE License 01250862. Employed by Network Mortgage. BRE License 01840139. NMLS License 358237. Equal housing opportunity. Which is worse in terms of pressure, giving in to a temptation or resisting it. Oh, it's a lot easier to give in, but you resist the temptation and you know what a struggle is. You're fighting it all away. David Hawking has more on the example you and I have in our Lord Jesus to withstand life's temptations. It's coming up this week on Hope for Today. Join us. Tune in for Hope for Today weekdays at 8 a.m. here on KKXX.
What is your role in the fight against cancer? The answer could be as simple as driving your car. For many cancer patients, getting to and from treatment is one of their toughest challenges. The American Cancer Society needs volunteer drivers to help provide transportation for people in your community. Through the gift of a lift in your car, you can help patients take one more step in the road to recovery. Get in the driver's seat in the fight against cancer. To find out more, call your American Cancer Society at 1-800-227-2345 or visit cancer.org. Hello, I'm Gary Crossland. Everything in the Old Testament points forward to Jesus. Everything in the epistles points backward to Jesus. That's why I encourage people to read the words of Jesus every day. This is where emotional and spiritual health come from. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Well, where do you read his commandments? But in the Gospels. Now, I know that it's easy to get a little confused when jumping between one Gospel and the next, which is why I wrote the Merged Gospels. It's where all four Gospels are literally translated from the Greek, broken down word by word, and merged back together into one beautiful chronological story with not one word of scripture removed. You can't buy it in stores. It's available only online at mergedgospels.com. It's great for new believers, for personal devotions, and for group studies. There's also an audiobook. And as always, you get to name the price. Just go to mergedgospels.com. Hi, this is James McDonald, Bible teacher on Walk in the Word. I can't tell you how much we appreciate radio stations like the one you're listening to right now. Without our radio partners, Walk in the Word wouldn't be, couldn't be heard each day. Be sure to contact your station and let them know how much you appreciate their ministry in your life. Walk in the Word with James McDonald, weeknights at 6 p.m. here on KKXX.
welcome to our show. I'm Scott Allred. I'm Ben Taney. I'm Trisha Coder. And I'm Matt Four. This is Jessica Wilkerson, one of your hosts of Chico Now. A half hour designed for the community and brought to you by the community. Each day, one of our hosts will join with people from organizations throughout the greater Chico area. We want to let you know what's happening in Chico Now. So join us at 1230 Monday through Friday here on KKXX for Chico Now. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Interesting thing there is that if anybody has not ever looked at Course in Miracles, it's at least worth a look because it's helped me to reconcile some of these things that I just can't reconcile. And I can read all of the biblical things and I still can't reconcile how this world can be such a testing ground if God created it. So I'm just going to read a little bit of the portion of this book that is from the chapter called The Origins of Separation. And it says, The Garden of Eden, or the pre-separation condition, was a state of mind in which nothing was needed. When Adam listened to the lies of the serpent, all he heard was untruth. You do not have to continue to believe what is not true unless you choose to do so. All that can literally disappear in the twinkling of an eye because it is merely a misperception. What is seen in dreams seems to be very real. Yet the Bible says that a deep sleep fell upon Adam and nowhere is there reference to his waking up. The world has not yet experienced any comprehensive reawakening or rebirth. Such a rebirth is impossible as long as you continue to project or miscreate. It still remains within you, however, to extend as God extended his spirit to you. In reality, this is your only choice because your free will was given you for your joy in creating the perfect. Now, I'm going to skip a little bit and go on a little bit, and then I'm going to talk about what this all kind of means to me. Only after the deep sleep fell upon Adam could he experience nightmares. If a light is suddenly turned on while someone is dreaming a fearful dream, he may initially interpret the light itself as part of his dream and be afraid of it. However, when he awakens, the light is correctly perceived as the release from the dream, which is then no longer accorded reality. This release does not depend on illusions. The knowledge that illuminates not only sets you free, but also shows you clearly that you are free. Now, the reason I bring this up is that, biblically speaking, I'm not a, I'm not a Bible expert, obviously. And this book has helped me to understand that when... The world doesn't seem like God is here. The book sort of explains that we're here in order to learn to forgive each other, and that will take us back to a state of being at complete peace in heaven. So I know that sounds a little bit roundabout description, but I just want to talk about what it's meant to me. The actual book itself ends up saying that we as a group left heaven thinking that we could find something more. And when you read the story of the prodigal son, that's where the son leaves the father, goes around the world, and 
gets into a life of debauchery, loses all his money, comes back to the father expecting, not knowing what to expect, but figuring he might really be mad at him. But the punchline to that prodigal son story is that the father welcomes the son with open arms to come back. And that basically, this entire course, which is like, I don't know, 12 or 1300 pages, it's huge. The entire course just basically helps you to say everything you see is more of a thought than a reality. And that's why you need to treat everybody you meet as if it was either your brother or the way I like to interpret it is, I treat it as it's, it's myself, that I'm talking to myself. And if you keep that in mind, that's why, that's another thing. The Bible and all the Bible lessons, it always mentions you got to forgive. Uh, remember the love your enemy, which means don't have any enemies. Well, it's kind of hard to do that in a world where your enemies are like blowing you up whenever they can. They're robbing your house whenever they can. They're killing people whenever they can. How do you turn the other cheek if you believe that this world is the end-all, be-all of our existence? To me, that doesn't make sense. But if you treat it as the course discusses it, then that whole thing about love your enemy totally makes sense. It's telling you that your mind is doing all this you're doing this to yourself. These people out there, I mean, if you blame Obama for troubles or you blame Trump for troubles or you blame Governor Brown or whatever, in the course's sense, what it's saying is those are not your, that's not the reason for your, and what the course always says is loss of peace. That's not the reason for your loss of peace. The reason for your loss of peace is you think these people are doing this to you, but in reality, your own thoughts are doing this to you. Now, this whole thing goes into so many different permutations. I've, I've been working on writing a book and trying to explain steps that you can take to help you through the day on this, but they help me a lot. But the secret to this whole thing is that once you, even whether you don't believe it, and I do always say when I'm teaching people, I say, you don't have to believe it, you just have to try it. Once you've tried this, you'll see that you actually do get a sense of peace inside when you start forgiving people. And so I always wondered, you know, why would Jesus want everybody to forgive everybody when they're slaughtering each other and killing people's family members and, you know, the, the disasters you see about on the news well, when you think of it in the in the worldly sense, it's like almost impossible to forgive the junk that goes on. It's just, it's unforgivable. But once you've kind of turned this corner, and if you can, like I say, you don't have to believe it, you just have to try it. If you can try to get a handle and use small things at first, use, you know, your neighbor who's complaining about your sprinkler hitting the fence or something, you know, use something small and start the forgiveness process that way and see if it doesn't make you feel better. The other thing I've noticed is no matter what I think or no matter how I act, whether I forgive or not, uh, it just seems like my mind changes and it goes negative when I'm not forgiving, but it goes positive when I do. So the whole basis of this forgiveness thing, to me, the course actually makes it all make sense. So for me, it helps. Now, I'm not saying it's going to help you. What I'm saying is this whole worldly analysis of God and our God is Jesus and their God is Muhammad. And, uh, you know, one guy says Jesus is the son of God. One guy says Jesus is just a prophet. I mean, that, to me, it starts getting to be nonsense. I mean, how many different 
opinions can we have? Is there a thousand different definitions of what Jesus was? What if I just decide not to care what Jesus actually was? What if I decide to listen to this course and just say, he's an older brother who woke up before the rest of us. And now he's back with this course to teach us how to, and here's the other thing. The goal of this course is not, you know, to solve the world at all. It doesn't mention anything about anything in the world. The goal of the course is, is peace of mind. So if, if I could teach you something that you don't have to share with anybody, you could, all, you could do it all in your own mind. If you were able to learn something that actually gave you peace of mind all day long, what more could you really ask for? That's just the way I'm looking at this thing. So I've been almost, well, it's been about nine years of solid studying this because I started with my main learning on this whole topic started with probably reading Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. And what, I've, what I'm realizing from reading The Power of Now and then finding the course is that I think Eckhart found the course and turned it into his own theory using the time, space, things mentioned in the course. And he took those and made what's probably the most widely read spiritual book of the last 30 years. And that would be my guess. He was actually mentioned in a national poll as the most spiritual person in the country. So he's based on the course. I'm based on the course. It helps me every day. And if, if I can help you, I'll talk more about that later. It's been great talking with you. I'll be back to the next show at 3 p.m. on Thursday. We're going to have a great local guest who's uh, been able to mix business and fun. And we're going to talk all about that. This is Harold Littlejohn, CPA. See you next time. KKXX, Paradise, K280GL, Chico, and K283AR, Chico, Yuba City, Marysville. Astronaut Bob the Drop here. There's been a lot of talk about water found on Mars. Why would you go all the way to Mars for water when we have the best tasting water at Mount Shasta? It comes from our protected springs and is delivered right to your door. Great planning, Bob. Hey, where are you going with that? Those Martians are stealing my water. Guess we have some new customers. And anyone can get Mount Shasta spring water if they call us at 1-800-922-6227. Pure and simple. Naturally, the best Mount Shasta spring water. Every spiritual blessing. Today's reading from the Word. we begin reading the book of Ephesians from the Word of God, chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints who are at Ephesus and who are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the kind intention of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, which he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished on us. In all wisdom and insight he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his kind intention which he purposed in him, with a view to an administration suitable to the fullness of the times, that is, the summing up of all things in Christ, things in the heavens and things on the earth. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will, 
to the end that we who were the first to hope in Christ would be to the praise of His glory. Ephesians 1.13 In Him you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in Him with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge of our inheritance, with a view to the redemption of God's own possession, to the praise of His glory. For this reason I too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus which exists among you, and your love for all the saints, do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, so that you will know what is the hope of His calling, what are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe? These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things in subjection under his feet." and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all.